Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. And man, week one of the NFL is officially over. Now we are transitioning to week two of the NFL. But before we get started with today's show, we have to recap last week's picks because obviously Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez made five predictions and picked five winners of last week's games. So let's see how Josh did last week. My picks are for you guys to mark your pen and pencil. I have the Eagles beating the Redskins 31-17. The Titans beating the Browns 24-20. I have the Bears beating the uh, Packers 28-18. And I have I have the Vikings beating the Atlanta Falcons 31-28. And my last game, I have the Dallas Cowboys beating the New York Giants 27-20. Now after hearing that week one recap, Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez, a.k.a. Swoop, went 4-1 last week for my sports picks. And now it's time for us to recap the sporting games. So the first game that Swoop Radio is going to recap is the Tennessee Titans defeating the Cleveland Browns 43 to 13 swoop radio i i did pick a more tighter game in terms of scores i was way off in terms of scores but in terms of the games that i got right and who was who won the game i went four and one so i'm going to give my credit that way to all for all my listeners but the tennessee titans not only dominant they not only defeated the cleveland browns they completely dominated them from start to finish Mark, Marcus Mariota went 14 of 24 for 248 yards and three touchdowns. Derrick Henry had two touchdowns, one in the one on the ground and one through the air, including a 75-yard touchdown reception. He had 19 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown, and he also had over 75 rushing yards. The Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield had a great start to the game, but threw three costly interceptions. Nick Chubb had 17 catches for, or carries for 75 yards. And Odell Beckham in his first game with the Cleveland Browns had seven catches for 71 yards on 11 targets. Jarvis Rolandry had four catches for 67 yards on seven targets. N- uh, Najeku had a touchdown for the Browns. For the Titans, Delaney Walker had two reception touchdowns. And obviously I talked about uh, Derrick Henry. The Tennessee Titans definitely were the biggest surprise of week one, one of the biggest surprises. And we'll get to more of the games as as we start off Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez tonight. But the Tennessee Titans defeated the Browns 43-13. That was one of four games Swoop Radio got right, right for the week. The next game we're going to talk about is the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Swoop Radio said 20, around 27-20. But the, the Dallas Cowboys offense really came in the full display. And Dak Prescott had an amazing game, probably his best game of his career in terms of passing. He threw for over 400 yards and had four passing touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott only had 13 carries in the game. Him and Tony Pollard split carries, each had 13 each. But Ezekiel Elliott had 53 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Michael Gallup led all receivers in terms of receptions and yards, but Amari Cooper scored, Randall Cobb scored, Blake Jarwin had a touchdown, even Jason Witten had a touchdown. So now Dak Prescott now has a lot of weapons on that offside 
of the offensive side of the ball, throwing again for over 400 yards and completing 25 of 32 passes. For the Giants, they pretty much don't have a team. We knew this start to finish. Eli Manning had a good solid game, but most of it was in garbage time. He completed 30 of 44 for 306 yards and a touchdown. Daniel Jones, the rookie, came in, completed three of four passes for 17 yards. Saquon Barkley had 11 carries for 120 yards. Wayne Gallman had its ran for the score. And other than that highlight, the Dallas Cowboys dominated from start to finish. It was 7-7 after the first quarter. Then the Cowboys score 14 straight. The, uh, the Giants kick a field goal. Dallas scores another 14 in the third, and that's all she wrote. So the Dallas Cowboys just without effort, just dominated the New York Giants from start to finish. The third game that Swoop Radio got right was the Eagles and the Redskins. The Eagles defeated the Washington Redskins 32-27. I told you guys not to bet that game because in terms of spread, the Eagles I thought were way too high of a spread. But the Washington Redskins started off 17-0 and were really dominating the Eagles. But you can pretty much just think that the first half of the Eagles game was pretty much Carson Wentz's preseason, and you saw him go go in full display and, and have one of his best games of his career. Case Keenum for the Redskins completed 30 of 44 passes for 380 yards and three touchdowns. In terms of the ground, the Washington Redskins only had 28 rushing yards for the game. Um, Chris Thompson had seven catches, led the receivers in receptions, but Terry... Uh, uh, McLaurin had five catches for 125 yards, including a 70-yard touchdown reception. Vernon Davis, great story with him, scoring a touchdown after the death of his grandfather, so that's why he was crying in the beginning of the game. But he broke two Eagles tackles and scored. Carson Wentz completed 28 of 39 for 313 yards and three touchdowns. The Eagles had a balanced running attack with Sproles, Howard, and Sanders each getting more than five carries. Sanders leading the backs with 11 carries. Howard had the, the more efficient day with 7.3 yards per carry. Um, Deshaun Jackson had eight catches for 154 yards and two touchdowns, including two receptions for over 50 yards that ended in touchdowns. Ertz and Jeffries also had five catches. Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey scored two touchdowns for the game. Um, the Eagles were, are clearly the better team compared to the Washington Redskins, but the Redskins really showed early some weaknesses in the Eagles team and their secondary. But Carson Wentz showed everyone that he is back, and in MVP season form, he looked very well uh, and had and executed very good clutch drives in the fourth quarter to keep the Washington Redskins off the field. So tips off to Carson Wentz, and welcome back Carson Wentz and that Philadelphia offense, scoring over 30 points. The fourth and final game Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez got right was the Minnesota Vikings and the Atlanta Falcons. I, I thought the game was going to be a lot closer than this, but the Vikings dominated from start to finish. They were up 28-0 through three, and the Falcons scored two late touchdowns in the fourth quarter. But Matt Ryan completed 33 of 46 for 304 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, in terms of running the ball, Matt Ryan was your second best rusher, for, and he just had 24 yards in the game. So that shows you how bad of a rushing attack that Atlanta Falcons offense had. And receiving, Austin Hooper led all receivers with nine catches and 77 yards. 
Uh, Calvin Ridley did score. Julio Jones scored a touchdown, but he only had 31 receiving yards. So that Vikings defense was out to play. Kirk Cousins only had 10 passing attempts for the game and had and didn't even throw for over 100 yards. But it was enough to get the win. Dalvin Cook had 21 carries for 111 yards, two touchdowns, and it was a ground-heavy approach for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, in terms of the game, I did say 28-31-28, but the Vikings got the 28, not the Falcons. So at least I got that right with the score. But the Minnesota Vikings dominated from start to finish, and they their defense looks like it's back to that form it was a couple seasons ago. And watch out if it's like that next week. And the fifth game that Swoop Radio picked in the first game of the football season was the and the most boring football game, obviously was the Green Bay Packers taking on the Chicago Bears. The Packers defeated the Bears 10-3. I thought the Bears' defense, well, the Bears' defense did their part, but Mitchell Trubisky did it, had an absolute dreadful game on Thursday night. He was awful. You, here's his stat line. He completed 26 of 45 passes for 228 yards. He threw a pick. And in terms of running, you could you didn't get running from anybody. Mike Davis only 19 yards. Montgomery only 18 yards. Mitchell Trubisky only had 11 yards rushing. Allen Robinson had a strong game, and also uh, Tyree Cohen, each having more than seven catches in the game. But man, Mitchell Trubisky was awful, and that was the key of the game. Honestly, the reason I thought that he was going to make enough plays to win and I think the Bears defense was going to do their part and they did holding Aaron Rodgers to just 10 points. Whenever you hold Aaron Rodgers to less than 17 points or even less than 20 points, that's impressive. So the Bears defense showed up and they showed why they're the number one defense in football. But if you have a quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky that is just not good and that and just cannot lead your team, it doesn't matter how talented of a defense you have, you're not going to go anywhere. So that is, that's something that needs to be changed in week two. And the Bears obviously have a lot of time to regroup and refocus. But you can only hope that the Bears step up next week because Trubisky was not even averaging 10 yards per pass attempt. And that's awful if you're a quarterback in the NFL. In terms of total yardage, both teams had less than 260 yards. Uh, both had about 200 passing yards rushing yards were the same it was just a boring football game from start to finish lots of punts uh, aaron Rodgers did connect with jimmy graham so if you pick jimmy graham on your fantasy team he helped you out aaron Rodgers didn't even have a good game either he had 18 of 30 for 203 yards one touchdown aaron jones jones only had 39 rushing yards uh uh van lee scantling Marquez, my fault, had four catches for 52 yards. Adams, four catches for 36. So it was just a boring game from start to finish. But the Packers got it done, and they proved me wrong. That is one game I will admit that the Green Bay Packers gave. They proved me wrong. I thought the Bears, being at home, were going to win that football game. And if the Bears would have won, Swoop Radio would have been, he would have been a solid 5-0 this week. So... You guys definitely need to tune in because my, my picks have been spot on so far. I know it's only week one, so I'm not going to get full ahead of myself. But it's a good start to the season, and I'm proud to say that I'm 4-1 uh, for the year. Um, other great games during week one, the Bills came back from 16 from a 16-0 deficit to defeat the New York Jets. 
that was a big upset. But the biggest takeaway from the game, Nick Foles obviously got hurt in Jacksonville throwing a dime touchdown pass to all my Jaguars fans. That That is a tough way to lose your, your starting quarterback on a dime, beautiful pet touchdown throw, on time, all on rhythm. Prayers are up to Nick Foles. He'll be back toward probably late in the season. Um, but the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes looked very well. The Chiefs defeated the Jaguars 40-26. to Patrick Mahomes had over 300 passing yards and three TDs. Sammy Watkins, have a day, young fella. Over 200 receiving yards and three touchdowns for the game. Lamar Jackson had the best performance out of all the quarterbacks um, this past week, throwing for over 330 yards and five touchdowns. And not bad for a running back. That's was his exact words. And the Baltimore Ravens just completely dehumanized the uh, Miami Dolphins 59 to 10. That was the biggest beatdown of the week. And then the Patriots in Sunday night football. That was a boring Sunday night football game. The Patriots steamrolled past the Steelers 33 to 3. Tom Brady, another excellent game, throwing over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Big Ben just could not get in rhythm in that Bill Belichick scheme. It seems like whenever Pittsburgh plays in New England, it's always a blowout. The 49ers defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-17. Jameis Winston was awful, throwing three interceptions in the game. One of them returned for a pick six, and it's a shame what's happening to him in his career. Um, Kyle Murray had a terrible start to the game, but he finished strong, leading a sort of comeback, but we saw a tie between the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals, 27 to 27. Hopefully no one bet that game. That would have been a tough way to uh, lose your money. The Seattle Seahawks defeated the Cincinnati Bengals, 21 to 20. Russell Wilson threw for under 200 yards, but had two and but threw for two pa- to passing touchdowns and did not turn the football over. The Chargers defeated the Colts, 30 to 24 in OT. The Colts offense looks very good with a backup quarterback in, in uh, Jacoby uh, Brissett. He, he, had a, he had a great game, leading a, another fourth-quarter comeback. And for a guy that just came in, your, your franchise, your, your backup quarterback to Andrew Luck, and he just comes in and, and, and the offense is clicking in all cylinders. T.Y. Hilton looks like T.Y. of old. Like, Wow. Like that was that was a very impressive performance for the Colts, even though they lost the game. They had a very they as a team, they played very well against a very tough Chargers team in Los Angeles. The Rams defeated the Panthers 30 to 27. The Rams looked very shaky. They yes, they got away with the win, but they gave the Panthers numerous opportunities to score. But Cam Newton just cannot get that deep ball. That's what hurts the Panthers every week when they play against good teams is can Cam Newton connect the deep ball and can they throw over the top? Because Christian McCaffrey is a stud. He he had two rushing touchdowns, over 100 yards on the ground, and, and over 80 yards receiving. And they, they need more than just Christian McCaffrey. They need someone to hit the deep ball with Cam Newton. But that wraps up all of week one's games. What do you guys think are the biggest takeaways, the biggest, who are your biggest winners? Who are your biggest losers? From the week, it, it was it was a very good start to the football season. Obviously, um, you're gonna have the Saints and, and the Texans, and you have the Raiders and Denver. I'm gonna talk about more of those games um, a little bit later um, of the week. But Swoop Radio, Swoop went four and one this past week in his games. Um, 
in terms of betting, hopefully no one took my advice about Atlanta. Atlanta, I thought Atlanta was going to keep the game close, but Minnesota's defense really showed up and they showed that they can play. But yeah, you guys are listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Cavalier Radio. Besides Cavalier Radio, though, I have my own podcast every Monday night and Thursday night from at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I give you guys up-to-date sporting topics and also talk about some sports mental health as well. Um, so it's a very interesting topic, but you can find Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and on the and on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Follow my social as well at S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. That is S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z for more information and also the Swoop Radio account at Swoop Radio underscore. Hope you guys have a wonderful day and I hope you guys tune in to Thursday's podcast because that's when I'll give you guys my week two picks and the five games that I pick as well. But you guys are listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop!